Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. Football is indeed back. You've made it. Week one is on the slate today. Welcome back, football. In Chicago, it is certainly dreary. It looks like football weather, and it feels just a little bit like football weather with the rain. I'm Jeff Meller. Welcome in. This is the Fantasy Football Show, and I am starting my 10th season here with you on ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776. If you'd like to participate you'd like to bounce your dilemma, your fantasy football dilemma off of me this morning, I'm here for you starting my 10th season, and this show predates me. I believe this started way back, and it might have been 1999, year 2000 now. So the longest-running fantasy football show in Chicago right here on ESPN 1000. Back with me, Jeff Meller, for a 10th season. If you'd like to get, me, get at me on Twitter, at Jeff underscore Meller, that's M-E. L-L-E-R. Of course, you can give me a call at 312-332-3776. I'll be here with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. for an hour, taking your phone calls and breaking down all the information you need to know for your fantasy football lineup. Getting things started today, I generally will go around the league and let you know all the latest injury news, what you need to be apprised of as you set your lineup Sunday morning, and any other tidbits I want to throw at you and make you consider before you go ahead and set those lineups, things to take into account as the week unfolds after today as well. And I get that started by doing this, a little bit of uh, sound bites and highlight action. And let's get started with uh, a man who's been... At the forefront of the quarterback position in fantasy football now for four years or so. And Patrick Mahomes enlightening the fantasy football crowd earlier this week when he met the media. I think I would say giving everybody a fantasy football PSA. It's going to be every single week. It's going to be someone different. So I'm sorry to all you fantasy football uh, guys, but it's going to be it's going to come from everywhere. So you're going to have to kind of choose the right guy every week. That, I would tell you, is not great news for fantasy football owners because the loss of Tyreek Hill, I think, led a lot of people to believe this year that there were going to be many opportunities for someone like Juju Smith-Schuster to step in and possibly be a huge addition to your fantasy roster if you're able to grab him in the sixth or seventh round. And I believe everything Patrick Mahomes said right there. The truth is, now he did elaborate too. He did say Travis Kelsey will generally get his. I think that's a safe bet. If you drafted Travis Kelsey as the first or second tight end in your fantasy league, I think you're probably safe there. But what I will tell you is what he just said in that soundbite was my sneaking suspicion before he even said that. And that is that Juju Smith-Schuster, Mecole Hardman, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, those players are going to be, I don't want to say shots in the dark, 
but they're definitely going to be, you know, boomer bust type players for you in fantasy football. And you can go ahead and start someone like Juju today. But the other threes that I mentioned there, Valdez, Scantling, Hardman, Sky Moore, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be hard pressed to start them in any leagues. I'm not starting them in any leagues. And if depending on your options, I would probably advise you to look elsewhere today because I just don't think they're going to be productive enough for you to count on from a week-to-week manner in fantasy football. And it is caught by Godwin for the touchdown. All right, I think Chris Godwin might be the one who's giving fantasy owners out there the biggest issue as we enter week one. Now, per both Schefter and Ian Rappaport, Godwin listed as questionable is going to play tonight, or at least is expected to play, but he could be, this is, of course, bearing no setbacks in warm-ups. And the truth is, though, that we've already seen the the always cautious Adam Schefter throwing out that expect him to be on a pitch count. Ian Rapport saying he'll be eased back in. This is somebody who, unless you're very desperate, and again, it's week one, so I hope you're not in that spot right now, I would tell you Chris Godwin, especially because there is the potential coming back from the ACL injury with the knee that he could get out there and not feel great in warm-ups and because it's you know the Sunday night game, you already all of your alternative options could be exhausted at that point. I would stay away from Chris Godwin in week one. Let's all watch him on national TV together tonight, see how he looks, see how much he's out there, see how many routes he runs, and then we can go ahead and make, I think, a better informed decision in week two. I'm hoping you have somebody as a better option in week one to use at your wide receiver two slash three spot. Maybe, maybe it's this guy. Hill looking to throw it. He's got a cannon coming for Thomas. And tiptoe, is he in? Oh, yes, he is. Thomas tiptoeing the sideline. Michael Thomas, oh, how we've missed ye. Been gone for essentially the last two seasons now. He's been dealing with a hamstring ish, uh, a hamstring in- injury, has been listed as questionable, but is likely to play from all reports. He's somebody who, because he has been so good and I, like by far and away the best wide receiver, especially in PPR formats, I guess I'll say this. PPR formats, formats for sure, uh, assuming we get the word from the early reports, if they're correct and accurate, I always say, I give this caveat, checked the injury reports at 1030 uh, Central Time. They roll in right around then, especially you know for someone like Thomas, who's playing at noon. Check that injury report. Make sure he's active. If he's active, I'm probably starting Michael Thomas in most PPR formats. Standard league, if you want to be a little bit more hesitant, that might be the case. But in PPR formats, what we've seen from him in the past, if he's out there and productive, he's somebody you're going to want into your lineup. So I feel pretty good about using Michael Thomas based on the reports today. I'm probably willing to ride with him, especially if he's like your third wide receiver that you're looking at right now. Ten Garoppolo, look at the time, into the end zone, caught, it's a touchdown, grab by George Kittle. All right, so this one also pertains in particular to our Bears here, who, and 
by the way, I will have the pregame show along with Dion Miller coming your way at 10 o'clock. We'll be on all year, two hours prior to kickoff of every Bears game. So we'll have you covered there. We'll get much more in depth uh, in regards to George Kittle. But for your fantasy purposes, does not look like he's going to play. Now, he hasn't been ruled out just yet, but we're expecting him not to play. And again, Staring outside uh, the State Street Studios right now, the old National Bank studio here on ESPN 1000. I'm looking at some rain, and the expectation is that it is going to be raining throughout the day. You could understand why the 49ers are in all – every indication is they're going to play cautious here with George Kittle, who really hasn't practiced all week with the groin injury. I can see why they they don't want to get him out on a wet field dealing with that. Cutting going to be you know an issue. We always know the notorious footing at Soldier Field is a problem. So George Kittle, he's not going to play today. We don't expect him to play, and so you're going to have to make an alternative plan for him in regards to your tight end tight end play. Maybe um, if you were someone who made a bold move and selected a couple tight ends, maybe this guy could be your replacement. Outstanding first half for Colt McCoy. Lost the football, then throws. Touchdown. Second of the game for Zach Ertz. Obviously, I would play that highlight and let you know that Zach Ertz could be an alternative because he is expected to go today. Now, he's been limited in practice, so I don't love him necessarily as an option, but I know he was generally being drafted around 8th or ninth in most fantasy leagues when it came to tight ends. So Zach Ertz expected to play today um, against the Chiefs. There could be a little bit of volume there for you. He's generally a pretty solid play in PPR formats. So if you've been waiting on Zach Ertz, reluctant to pick up another tight end because if you don't like to carry two tight ends, then you, you didn't want to have to rush out and grab a tight end as a flyer today. Well, the good news is that you can go ahead and slot Zach Ertz into your lineup. He's expected to go today. Baltimore trying to add to its lead. Jackson from the gun. Dobbins corner. Dobbins turns it upfield for the touchdown. First of his career, J.K. Dobbins. All right, the Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins, who is, I think, really been a darling for most for the most part in fantasy football drafts all season long. A lot of people thought they were getting a really nice value. Well, we got a little bit of a clue from the starting quarterback. In Baltimore, who has not yet, and I say yet, uh, maybe not likely to reach uh, a contract with his current team, Lamar Jackson weighed in on J.K. Dobbins this past Wednesday. Um, day by day, he's getting better. You know, I told him I want him to slow down, but he's, you know, he's looking pretty good. So hopefully, he'll be out in, in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to that guy, and he's very eager to play. You know, he, he's, I guess he's behind a little outside noise. He, he ready to go. And I'm ready for him to go, too. So there you go. You hear Lamar Jackson saying he hopes he's back in a couple weeks. I think that is the indication, even though we don't have word just yet, if you were holding your breath that J.K. Dobbins would be active today, it doesn't seem likely. Mike Davis probably going to see, you know, it's hard to guess with the Baltimore Ravens backfield. There's nobody in that backfield right now that I'm really excited to play today. I guess Mike Davis, if you're just, trying to throw a dart at the board there and slot him into your flex spot. Perhaps he could be the guy Kenyon Drake just signed earlier this past week. So don't really expect a whole bunch from him either. If anything, this just me leads me um, that much more likely to use Lamar Jackson, who you were probably using anyway, because he's a, you drafted him high and he's a great rushing quarterback. This just seems more likely that Lamar Jackson 
could be pulling it down near the goal line and trying to run it in for a rushing touchdown like he's so capable of doing. So J.K. Dobbins, not very optimistic. And in fact, even if we were surprised this morning and found out that he was active, I'd be reluctant to use him just yet. From the five, Rodgers over the top and the touchdown for Lazard. The guy who got him down there gets him in the end zone. And the Packers take the lead. All right, expecting big things from Alan Lazard this season because I do think he's proven that he can be somebody that Aaron Rodgers can rely on. He is a good route runner. He is where Rodgers wants him to be when his number is called. But we're not expecting him to play today, which means a heavy burden falls on rookie Romeo Dobbs and I'm not in Sammy Watkins, perhaps. I'm not quite sure. I really want to start Dobbs. He's probably the most interesting name right now, but I would much rather see him prove it one week before I go ahead and slide him into the lineup. If anything, I expect the Packers, for fantasy purposes, to have two stud running backs. I think both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, who A.J. Dillon, I think a bit of an underrated pass catcher, by the way, too, because he's got the moniker quadzilla everyone looks at him as a beast of a runner but he's actually got pretty soft hands and is somebody who i think is going to be utilized as a pass catcher more often out of the backfield we know what aaron jones is capable of as a receiver so if anything i think the packers as a fantasy football asset they're going to provide potentially two starting running backs out there for most people but there's no actionable move there because they should they are owned in every competent fantasy league both Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon so no real actionable move there I would hold off on starting Romeo Dobbs but if you're in a pinch and you were counting on him I suppose with Alan Lazard not playing today um, you could maybe use that as uh, the extra push you you might have needed to go ahead and start Romeo Dobbs Blitz Jones in trouble just throws it up for Tony and catch is made what a grab by Kadarius Tony! How about Kadarius Tony removed from the injury report? There is no injury there. Go ahead and use him today because it might be your only real chance all season long. I was talking with Jake Cantu before the show started, our uh, producer today, and uh, we were just chuckling about how Kadarius Tony made a big name off of one huge game in his rookie season. Now, last year he was non-existent for the Giants because he was injured almost every week, but. We were surprised that he doesn't even have an NFL touchdown, believe it or not. He's got a massive 180-plus yard day in his career, but no touchdown. Nevertheless, he is probably going to see a lot of targets when he's on the field. How long that will be, I cannot tell you, but he's off the injury report to start the season. So good news there. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. Here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Helping you set your lineup. 312-332-3776. Your chance now. Fire away. Give us your lineup dilemmas. We'll tackle them all next. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, Never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Football, it is back in our life. I am so excited to have the NFL back today, kicking off at noon. Of course, we got... 
a little bit of an appetizer, more than an appetizer. I guess you'd call it the main course of the first week. The NFL kickoff on Thursday night. Bills absolutely throttling the Rams. I'm sure at some point I'll address the Cam Akers situation. I don't know if I'll have good news for Cam Akers owners out there. But I will uh, give it a few minutes later in the show. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. Back for my 10th season with you here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Again, 312-332-3776. If you've got a lineup question you want to bounce off of me, try and talk you through it. I don't know if I'm somebody who... I Listen, I always like to give the caveat, I am not somebody who can see the future. I am not reading a crystal ball back here. But what I will do, I think I play the role of therapist. I try and talk you through the options and lead you to make a good decision in your fantasy football life. That's the way I try to approach it. If you'd like to be my patient, 312-332-3776. Longtime patient here. Tom is in Midway. Tom, you're on ESPN 1000. What's going on, my friend? Hey, good morning, man. Welcome back to football, baby. Absolutely, Tom. All right. I got two, I got two dilemmas. Flex, both PPR. My first team is uh, Rashard Penny, Devontae Smith, or CEH. And then my other team, I, my other teams are Flex also, PPR, full PPR, Waddle, Gibson, or Adam Thielen. All right, so breaking this town, Tom, and uh, you know what? You snuck one in here, Tom, that's generally not allowed. We do go with oh, the really? old. I'm that's sorry. okay, that's okay. You know what, Tom? You're the first call of the year. I'm going to go ahead and give you a bonus answer. All, All right, right, so your first option in the Flex, Penny, Devontae Smith or Clyde Edwards Lair, right? Yes. All right, so I'll tell you what. As long as he's healthy early in the week without Kenneth Walker, I have been using Rashad Penny in a lot of leagues. I like the – I think Seattle, if they're – you know, they, they truly have designs. I think, of course, they want to win the game. But they have a little extra motivation with Russell Wilson – Coming back on Monday Night Football, I think they're going to lean on Rashad Penny heavy. We saw it last season, the last six games of the year. He was the best fantasy football running back out there. And so as long as he's healthy, I want him in my lineup right now, Tom. So I would go ahead and use Penny for sure. And then you're going to have to fire the last, uh, the second question at me again. What was it? It was a flex, full PPR, uh, Jalen Waddle, Antonio Gibson, or Adam Thielen. All right. So for me, that comes down to Waddle versus Gibson. And you know what? I think there's a little bit more of a, a path for Antonio Gibson to blow up on you. And when I say blow up, I mean in a bad way, actually. I'd use Jalen Waddell. I know he was not always out there in training camp and practice, but he has been a he was removed from the injury report. Looks like he's good to go today. And in the PPR, I think you want Waddle out there. Tyreek Hill is going to command a lot of attention. I think, you know, you're going to expect to see 10 to 12 targets easy for Jalen Waddle. So in the PPR format, I'm definitely going with him, Tom. All right. Thank you. And always remember 9-11, baby. Absolutely. Never forget. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, good point. Uh, of course, today is September 11th. And it's interesting. Tom brings that up, you know. My, my kids, uh, my twins, both in seventh grade, had a long conversation about 9-11 because they're just learning about it in their social studies class um, the last week or so. So been talking a lot about that. Of course, it, it's just uh, remarkable for anybody who lived through it that we are so far removed from it at this point. But Tom makes a good point, you know, always worth reflecting for all the courageous people who lost their lives in that terrible event and um will never you know anyone who experienced it will never forget it and certainly today is a day to take that time and remember 
briefly for, you know, all, again, all the people who lost their lives in that terrible day. So thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. 312-332-3776. Again, the Fantasy Football Show. Another fan favorite of the show. Mike is in Mount Prospect. Always a great listener. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Jeff. Happy New Year, my brother. Happy New Year to you as well. Happy new football season. Well, I wanted to call you last Sunday, but you guys weren't on. And I, my question, my problem was Cam Akers versus Penny. Oh, no. And I know the great Miller would have told me to go with Penny. Absolutely, God. Mike. I would have told you. Oh, I know. Anyways, I've got a 10, uh, 10 team league, uh, full PPR. I got Rashad uh, Bateman, mm-hmm. Ravens against New Jersey. I got Amon Ra. St. John Lions against Philly, but I also had this Tommy guy that you just mentioned about. I could use him as well. Either one of the, I need one of those three. I guess. Interesting. So yeah. So I, you know what? Uh, I'm going to cut out Amon Ross St. Brown there, Mike, pretty easily. Okay. Sure, he had you know a lot of catches last season, but the Lions brought in a lot of receiving depth, and so I'd like to see him. You know, give me a week, especially when you've got some pretty solid options in Bateman and Tony. This is a tough one, I'm not going to lie, because we really haven't seen a whole lot from Rashad Bateman either, although he's expected to step into a much bigger role now that Marquise Brown is in Arizona and not the number one receiver in Baltimore. But I think anybody who's played fantasy football knows, Mike, the top target getter there is Mark Andrews. And so I think I would say go ahead and use Kadarius Tony this week. Again, he's not on the injury report. I think. His explosive big play ability is interesting. I like Bateman, but I'm not going to lie. This is when when we're in week one here. We're kind of like just projecting on things we believe are going to happen, but we don't have a whole lot of information just yet. So I would go ahead and use Tony and the big play ability because I do think the Ravens are more inclined to run the football more. The, and we know this at this point. That's, you know, John Harbaugh's MO as a head coach. He likes to run the ball a lot, and Lamar Jackson gives him that option. So I think Bateman's a good pick. I think he's go- you're going to be very useful for you going forward, but I would definitely, I think, use Tony today. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Mikey. He drops off, leaves the line up for you, 312-332-3776. That is how Dave in Wisconsin got in. Dave, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's going on, brother? Yeah. Thank God you're back. No. That's all I got to say. You're too kind, Dave. I, 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 I want to piggyback, too. I wish you were on last week, uh, too. I did like a pre-draft uh, show. would be great every year. Uh, tell your guys you need to do that from now on. You know what, Dave? Um, it's it's a, a quick, a Real quick, I'll give you. You know, that's a good point. Maybe we will definitely. You know what? I There is the Fantasy Football Show podcast available if nothing else maybe next year we'll uh put some plans in place so that i can put them all out there available on a podcast for the folks out there who want that same information i think we'll definitely try and make that happen next year dave that's awesome i a quick question here ppr i need to start two of these five uh randy cooks Edmonds, jerry judy Thielen, and robert woods so for me, it's I think it, it actually I love when uh, you you throw them at me and then two pop out. And for me, uh, Cooks and Thielen both jumped off the page. Cooks, I think in that in that offense is the clear number one receiver. And so Davis Mills, his second year, a little more comfortable. I think Cooks are going to be very happy with him in a PPR format. And Adam Thielen certainly Jeff, Justin Jefferson's going to be the primary pass catcher there. But Adam Thielen, such a huge red zone threat when he's there. And as, and for the first half of the season last year, when he was healthy, he was in the top 10 of fantasy football wide receivers. So I think Adam Thielen, you know, in that passing offense um, is a good play for you today, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one. 
My pleasure. Again, and you know what? Uh, both Mike and Dave mentioned there, you know, they wished uh, they had an outlet to get, you know, get at me question for a Thursday night game. I always encourage people, go ahead, hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. Again, that's at Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R. Feel free to go ahead and hit me up with those questions for any Thursday night games. I'm pretty good about getting back to you, especially if you give me a little bit of lead up time. If you give me about you know a day's notice, I try and go through my mentions and hit up uh, anybody with my opinions on who should be starting on Thursday night. I absolutely would have told almost anybody who would have listened not to use Cam Akers this past Thursday night. I know I, I have him. I don't have him on any teams. Did not draft him. Did not think. It was a good, prudent move at his ADP. And when I say ADP, of course, I mean his average draft position. He was essentially being taken in the second and third round in most leagues. Way too high for me. I don't, you know, when you're taking, I guess this is a little note to make for when you're thinking about it next season, you're trying to put together your draft philosophy. When you're looking at what players you want to take in those first three or four rounds, Ask what's the best case scenario, and if I'm taking that player here, you know what's the worst case scenario? And obviously, Acres coming off of the Achilles, the torn Achilles tendon. I know he made it back through the playoffs, but if you remember watching the playoffs, he didn't really show the explosiveness that he had prior to the injury. And so, taking him in the second or third round was always just huge reach for me because. The reality was it seemed like a far cry for him to be a, a top 10 running back in fantasy football based on what we had last seen from him. So I think that's always kind of the position I'm taking. If you're selecting a guy in the first three or four rounds, I want a guy who I feel comfortable heading into the year, who I have very few questions about, especially when it comes to health. And for Cam Makers, that was just not the case this year. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show. Again, 312-332-3776. Plenty of time for you on ESPN 1000. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. For the 2022 season, I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. 312-332-3776. That's the number you need. Go ahead, put it in your phone, put it in your contacts. Make sure that you make that your priority every Sunday morning. If you're groggy and you're waking up right now, I do appreciate you waking up with us here on ESPN 1000. We will have plenty of Bears coverage coming your way starting at 10 a.m. When Dion Miller joins me, we'll have the points bet pregame show. Get you set for Bears and Niners later today. And, of course, we're your home of the White Sox. How about the White Sox, baby? On a roll. White Sox have the series finale against the A's today after uh, putting it on them last night. I'll actually have your pregame show today uh, starting at 2.30. Connor, Connor McKnight along with Darren Jackson on the call with the first pitch coming your way at 3.07 today here on ESPN 1000. And, of course, uh, throughout the season, we will have post-game coverage for you of, of the Bears game. 
Peggy Kaczynski and Yurko, John Yurkovich, you may know him on the station. They will have everything you need when it comes to Bears breakdown immediately following the game. That is your Sunday slate. I say Sunday, but anytime the Bears play, that's going to be your priority listening here on ESPN 1000. All right, but right now we're taking your fantasy football questions. Let's head on out to Fat Mike, who's in Chicago. Mike. What's going on, What's my man? What's going on, Miller? Good morning. Good morning. It's finally here. It's football season, my man. I'm stoked. Ah, oh, we love it, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. But I do have a predicament. You know how many leagues I'm in. We were talking about it the other night. I got a tough one here, Jeff. I got a tough one. Mm-hmm. I need two of three for running back spots. Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, or Antonio Gibson going against the Jags this week. So you need two or three. Boy, this is a... You know, Mike... Um, I'm going to go ahead and I would definitely use Ezekiel Elliott because, you know, they've talked all offseason about how he was dealing with that knee injury last year. I'm, you know, now I'm going to tell people watch tonight's game, make your own, draw your own conclusions, see how he looks, see if he has that explosive burst back. But I'm going to give the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt here and go ahead and plug him into most lineups, uh, Mike, because. I do think he's he's their goal line back. I know everyone's concerned about Pollard, but the truth is that in this modern NFL, two running backs, every team has two running backs essentially anyway. So I think Zeke right. being your goal line back and still catching passes, you're going to want him in your lineup. And you know what, Mike? Because Brian Robinson is not there and Antonio Gibson is somebody who has been pretty good, I think, Mike, nah, you know what? I'm sorry. You know what? Let's play it a little bit safer. You know David Montgomery is going to be the feature right. back for the Bears. And I think I'm, you know, Gibson, I can, if you're desperate, I can see using him today. But Montgomery's a, like, he's a, he's a, he's a lock for 16 to 18 touches and possibly more if they have the ball and the, the game plan goes the way they want it to, Mike. So I would okay. actually, you know, I think it through here. I think Montgomery's the play. Gibson, let's see him and how they use him because, Brian Robinson basically won that job before he was unfortunately, you know, in that carjacking was shot twice. I do actually, now that I bring the name up, though, I do want to mention Brian Robinson uh, from, I believe it was Adam Schefter earlier today. Word is that he could be back as soon as week five. So, um, yeah, here, Washington Commanders rookie running back Brian Robinson shot (laughs) twice in his leg during an attempted robbery. Has a realistic chance of returning in week five per source. So, um, wow. So, like, he may be back, and so that's something also worth uh, – that That actually is actionable. Uh, so, like I said, Mike, I'd go Elliott and Montgomery. But for all the listeners out there, that is a piece of news that is actually actionable. If Brian Robinson is available on your waiver wire, go ahead and scoop him up today because we're talking about a guy who could be a potential starting running back for you in your league if he's available. So um, he was drafted in a lot of leagues very late, but there's some leagues who – let him out, you know, didn't even draft him, and I can understand why, but that is encouraging news, and four weeks, especially at the start of the season, when you when you have a lot of healthy players on your roster, you can go ahead and utilize one of those bench spots on somebody who's injured right now. Later in the season, it's harder to do when you're already dealing with plenty of injuries, but I think early in the year, Brian Robinson's somebody who is worth adding in all leagues and putting on your bench at the very least. Let's try Brian who's in Crown Point, Indiana. Bry, you're on the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Hey, good morning, Meller. I got a half-point PPR. Uh, I need one of these for a flex spot. Uh, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, or Damian Pierce? 
Ooh, good dilemma to have, Brian. I like, I like a lot of those options there. I think I would use Damian Pierce because from what I've seen, he was very explosive. He showed you in that first preseason game. They've been raving about him. I think the Houston Texans are going to lean heavily on him. I think he's a potential. I think he's going to be an RB1 when all is said and done this year. When I say that, I mean a top 12 running back in fantasy football. I think Damian Pierce's stats are going to go ahead and as much volume as he's going to see, I think he's probably going to be, you're going to be very happy with him. And now the pass catching game, I'm not quite sure how often he's going to be utilized with Rex Burkhead there on third downs. But I think if they have designs on winning football games, which we know Lovey Smith does, I think Damian Pierce is going to be somebody that they lean on heavily. So I'd go ahead and use him, Brian, ever so slightly over Rashad Bateman. Kind of want to see how Bateman is utilized in the Ravens offense before I just go ahead and use him. Let's try Mick. Who's in Shan? Hey, Mick, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's on? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Um, in the half PPR league, mm-hmm. I just need a third wide receiver between DK Metcalf or Christian Kirk. All right, so this one for me, I know a lot of people did not love DK Metcalf where he was because of Geno Smith, but the truth is that I think DK Metcalf is somebody who is just so talented, so physically strong. You know, Kirk's good. But he is not a physical specimen like Metcalf. And it's not like the Jaguars offense has shown us, and I understand Doug Peterson's taking over now, and so Christian Kirk, they gave him a lot of money. But And I think you can probably, going forward, Mick, he's somebody who you will be able to use, but I want DK Metcalf in my lineup whenever I can, unless you're really blessed with three stud wide receivers, and I, I would not put Kirk in that in that category, I think you, I would use DK Metcalf and expect the Seahawks to find ways to force feed him the ball because he's their best offensive weapon. He's just so physically gifted. Thank you, Jeff. My pleasure. Mick drops off, leaves the lineup one for you. 312-332-3776. That's how Gerald in Hoffman Estates got in. Hey, Gerald, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hello, Gerald. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't no hear worries. my name. No uh, worries. Good morning, and uh, appreciate you guys. I'm in a uh, PPR scoring league. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for two running backs out of this group. Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson, Cordell Patterson, or Travis, I believe it's Etienne. Etienne. Etienne, correct. Etienne. Um, okay. so, Thank you. All right, so Patterson, Elliott, Gibson, and Etienne, right, Gerald? Yes, sir. So as I mentioned with uh, one of the earlier callers, Gerald, I'd definitely go ahead and use Ezekiel Elliott there. And then of the options you gave me, I'm sorry, did you say, what was this? Is it a PPR scoring or standard? It is, it is PPR scoring, yes, sir. Yeah, all right. In that case, Gerald, I think I would go ahead and I think I would use Antonio Gibson. Um, you know, he, Now, they do have J.D. McKissick, who they use on passing downs, but I kind of ETN... We've got James Robinson, you know, and I haven't actually seen word on whether or not J- there's no definitive word yet on James Robinson and whether or not he's going to play. Um, he's, right. he's, he's coming back from the same injury that Cam Akers dealt with. So yeah. I don't expect James Robinson to be somebody who I want to start. But mm-hmm. I do think it makes that backfield a little bit more convoluted in Jacksonville. So I like ETN. I think he's going to be an explosive player. But. Okay. Let's 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 wait a week, especially when you've got some pretty solid options. And Antonio Gibson, at least for the first four weeks, I think without Brian Robinson, you can go ahead and use him and feel fairly safe. Okay. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys, and thanks so much for your help, guys. 
Gerald, we appreciate you. Thanks for waking up early with us. Again, 312-332-3776. One segment to go here on the Fantasy Football Show. Plenty of callers want to, want to uh, bounce their dilemmas off of me. I see I have a CEH versus Sammy Watkins question awaiting. I have a couple of more running back questions as well. Last chance to get on in, 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Of course, all the calls start rolling in now. 8.50, you procrastinators out there, as I tell you, wake up early. It's Come on, it's Sunday mornings. On, you know, you're setting your fantasy football lineups 8 to 9 a.m. Every Sunday morning here on ESP 1000. I'm Jeff Meller here with you. Um, now they're all rolling in. What are you guys doing to me? All right, I'll go fast and furious here and try and get everybody in. Let's go on out to who's been waiting long. Let's try Tommy, who's in Lockport. Tom, you did not procrastinate, so you, for sure, friend, get my get your question asked what, or answered. What's Appreciate up, buddy? Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I got a PPR Chase Edmonds and Eli Mitchell for my RB2. Uh, okay, for me, I'm definitely using uh, Eli, uh, Eli Mitchell here, Tom, because... I do. He was very good against the Bears last season. I love Kyle Shanahan's offensive scheme, and the truth is that I'm a little concerned for Chase Edmonds' value for the season. With uh, you know, and listen, I, what I'm about to say, I understand, comes with the everyone knows Raheem Mostert when he's healthy is really good. So I think his history with Mike McDaniel in Miami is going to be an issue for Chase Edmonds' production, but. We'll see how long his health is actually good before he, because he's obviously had plenty of injuries in his career. Yep. But I would definitely go ahead and use Elijah Mitchell today, Tom. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Let's try Phil, who's in Providence, Rhode Island, Island listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Phil, what's going on, man? Listen every week from the East Coast. Love Miller. it, Phil. Um, Thanks, brother. Half point PPR, I think I might know the answer since I've been listening all morning, but Antonio Gibson versus uh, over Antonio Gibson or Eli Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell. Hmm. You know what? This one is actually, I can see both ways. (sighs) Boy, this is really is a toss up here, Phil. I got to be honest. um, I'm still, yeah, like based on what I just said, though, I trust Shanahan a little bit more. And, you know, I think. Projecting Antonio Gibson to have a big day is, you know, we can all see why that might be the case. But let's not ignore the fact that, you know, he was put on kickoff return duty until Brian Robinson did suffer, you know, the gunshot wounds from the carjacking. So I think let's, you know, even though Antonio Gibson, I expect the workload to be there for him. I think we know Elijah Mitchell is going to be the lead back for the Niners. So I'd go with the safety today first, Phil. Yeah, and I got Josh Allen and uh, Gabe Davis already, so I'm off to a good start. Oh, yeah, that, probably play it safe. that's a great point, Phil. Uh, w- thanks for bringing that up. When you you know when you already have the points in the bank and you're feeling pretty good about where you're at, that I will also definitely play it safer more often than not, just to ensure because again, Antonio Gibson, we just quite don't know what exactly we're going to get from him because of the way the entire commander situation has played out over the uh, the preseason here. Let's try Mick, 
who's in Northwest Chicago. Mick, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a PPR league. Assuming Michael Thomas suits up for this uh, game here, would you play Michael Thomas or Brees Hall in the flex? Yeah, you know what? Uh, pretty easy Michael Thomas on this one, especially in PPR, because, again, I think he's as long as he's out there, I feel pretty comfortable saying I think Michael Thomas will get six, seven catches easy. Um, you know, Jameis Winston has been a prolific fantasy player. So I'd go ahead and use Michael Thomas over Brees Hall. Kind of want to see what I get from Brees Hall when I have viable options as the alternative there. Another Michael Thomas question comes from Jeff, who's in Kankakee. Jeff. Hello. What's hey, up, man? Hey, Jeff. How's, how, I hope you're doing well. Um, so I already have Deontay Johnson starting, and then my other choices in a PPR league are, uh, which I think I'm also going to go with Jalen Waddle, but um, either Chris Godwin or Michael Thomas as well. Yeah, I, I mentioned this earlier, Jeff, in the day. Um, and the show when we kick things off here. I am not using Chris Godwin tonight at all. He yeah. is from Schefter and Rappaport. They're both saying expect him to be on a pitch count, a little bit of limited. They're going to ease him back in. So even though they expect Chris Godwin to play tonight, uh, you know, especially to with the fact that it's a Sunday night game, you know, he's going to go through warmups. If anything at all happens where he doesn't feel great in warmups, you could easily say that see them you know, not using him tonight and saying, let's take an extra week here. So I would use Michael Thomas pretty easily. Again, um, we're expecting him to be a go today, Jeff. So, uh, check yeah. the, check the injury report when they roll in around 10 30, 10 45 today for the Saints and Falcons game. But we're all expecting from reports Michael Thomas to be a, an active participant today. All right. Sounds great. I appreciate you. No problem. My pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Now it is time for a quick round of. All right, good tweet, bad tweet. Here we go. I'm going to bounce this one off of Jake Cantu and Kendra Smith here, the producers behind the glass here. Weigh in. Is this a good tweet or a bad tweet from Rachel? She throws she threw this out there earlier in the week. Oh, your boyfriend's a doctor? Well, my boyfriend is now the coach of an imaginary football team for the next four months. Jake, good Kendra, tweet. good tweet, bad tweet. Good tweet. What do you say, Kendra? Good tweet, bad tweet. That's a good tweet. Made me laugh. There you go. All right. Good tweet there from Rachel, which means I will give out her handle. She's at female redhead. At female redhead. Rachel, good tweet on you earlier this week. We're coming up in the two-minute warning. This is the two-minute warning. And that'll take us to the two-minute warning. All right, this is uh, Fast and Furious, under two minutes here. Last chance, and I run through the callers I have on the screen, but I can't take you on air. So, again, a reminder, if you want to get in, 312-332-3776, throw it in your contacts and get ready to wake up a little bit early. It's fantasy football season. Come on. You want to win? You want to uh, actually be competitive in your league? You got to put a little bit of time. You got to invest in your fantasy football team. Jake in Lincoln Park, he called us earlier. He wanted to know Clyde Edwards Alaire or Sammy Watkins. Jake, pretty easy call for me. Don't trust Sammy Watkins if you don't have to. CEH should see 15 to 18 touches minimum. Maybe he scores a touchdown for you as well. So go ahead and use the Chiefs running back over the enigmatic. Packers wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Mike in Lombard wants to know Rashad Bateman or Ezekiel Elliott. Full point PPR. Mike, I'm still using Ezekiel Elliott. I believe Jerry Jones wants Zeke 
to be his guy and he is his guy at least for another season so i'd go ahead and use him mike and then finally tom and bridgeport needs a defense 49ers or the tennessee titans tommy you know what weather looks bad bears offense not a whole lot of skill players go ahead and use the san friend defense today That'll do it for me right now. Coming back at you in an hour along with Dion Miller getting you set for Bears and Niners. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm Jeff Miller. This is the Fantasy Football Show.